The following is a fourth-hand production. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? The hysteria. You can't handle the truth. 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 Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that prefers our Nazis as zombies in video games only. This is Hysteria 51. Man, I love shooting hordes of Nazi zombies on Call of Duty. (laughs) Anyway, we are broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago. I'm your squad leader on this mission into the arcane. My name is John Goforth. There's just something so beautiful about blowing shit up. Ugh, John. Alongside is my co-captain, Mr. Brent Nikolai Belinsky-Hand. Tastes like fermented herring dipped in cat piss. Ugh. Yeah, that is the spot. Thanks, John. And though I don't know about your use of Nazi zombies from Call of Duty as the best way to defeat Nazis, I much prefer traps, whips, and uh, the spiritual power of the, the Ark of the Covenant. Close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I came here to save you. Oh, yeah? And who's going to come to save you, Junior? I told you. Don't call me Junior. Indiana Jones, yes! Also a favorite. My last dog was actually named Indiana. Uh, people would always ask me, why Indiana? You know, was he born there? You know, but stupid questions. I would simply reply, Indiana was a dog's name. Well, that's the reason. Wow. No, his accent was awful and the dog's name was dumb. <laughs> <sighs> Sounds like someone got up on the wrong side of the charging station <laughs> every once in a while him and i get along see yeah. <laughs> uh, that other voice you heard is the one and only conspiracy bot word brent designed Seabot to help with the show but he generally just makes it worse like he just did Seabot, i'm gonna ignore your constant ribbing of my dead dog let me ask you this how do you prefer to kill your nazis with pliers and a blowtorch <laughs> i haven't played that game oh you meant like not real life got it I've always been a fan of the video game Wolfenstein 3D. Mostly because it's the most advanced game his operating system will actually fucking run. Didn't that come out in like 92? Mm, exactly. <laughs> uh, th- was that was that like Windows 3.1? Do you remember like the fucking, just the, the do you ever get to to Hitler in Wolfenstein? Uh, didn't he have like dual <laughs> Gatling gun yeah, arms like, or something like that? It was like fucking that? impossible. But it was, I lo- the, the, the coolest thing about Wolfenstein uh, you go click spacebar on a random swastika and it's a secret room. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We kind of grew up in that whole Wolfenstein, Duke Nukem era, you know, doom. In fact, Andy Imrich, who will be a future, future guest, guest on, on this, this show, on this show, before there was any like Columbine or fucking shit like that, made a Duke Nukem level when they had the level thing of our high school. Right. So you could, you could, uh, they basically, released freeware where you could edit and create your own Duke Nukem um, level or your yep. own stage. And he 
meticulously built our entire high school up to and including the office of the choir teacher who was a future who was in who was accused of embezzling money from the, there was just piles of cash and if you walk no 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 you walk in office. there and you hit space bar you sh- on his desk and cash flies out, out. yep <laughs> And we were actually doing South Pacific for the play in high school, and the the stage literally had the background that said South Pacific. He had a lot of time on his hands. <laughs> anyway, but he, I he did a good job he with did. it. Oh, it's fucking awesome. Also, and it, it wasn't creepy like when probably listening to us. Well, that's background. the thing. Like if you if you made a stage, if you're in high school now and you made a stage uh, a stage of a video game of your high school where you're going around that's shooting things. Time. Yeah, I mean you're going straight <laughs> to jail. And back then it was just funny, but. Uh, oh, those were simpler times, Brent. He probably could have turned it in for a project and got an A. <laughs> Speaking of simpler, uh, also on board today is a very special guest. We welcome back to the show the one, the only, Mr. Kevin Crispin. Welcome, Kevin. Kevin, oh. can I use your washer and dryer, Crispin, yeah, that is? That's, that's what they call me. <laughs> hey, fellas. That's so great. For those of you playing at home, Kevin... Uh, uh, Kevin was scheduled for the show today and is a trooper and is still here, but on the way had an unfortunate incident. Sure. Uh, we could call it an incident. Um, <laughs> I'd call it just like kind of like a hose type thing. Uh, we, uh, uh, you know, uh, coming out to the recording studio, rode the train and, uh, I was looking over my shoulder a lot and talking, uh, to John. To me. And, yeah. Yeah. And I, um, kind of started to get a little motion sick, but I tried to fight it off and then I, I got in the truck. Uh, that, that, uh, Brent picked us up in and, uh, well, uh, uh, we were almost home and I thought I, I could I make heard, it. I heard him say, uh, about how much further is it? <laughs> that was pretty much it. Uh, and I, luckily for everyone involved, uh, I had just had a, uh, naked juice. <laughs> Looks like Chunky Fanta and Orange Fanta. Damn it, Brent. <laughs> and um, he, one of my favorite things, he goes, oh, blah, blah, blah. sorry, John, I puked all over, oh, blah, blah, blah. all over you. Oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I do love to apologize. I will say that. <laughs> Ooh, fun. I'll be the mom. Robot. And not to be outdone, you gotta love our constitution. Uh, producer Lisa, John, and I go, hey, you know what? You clean that up. We're gonna go to Taco Bell. We fucking went and ate Taco Bell while he took a shower. They also and- <laughs> offered me if I would you, uh, Lisa said, um, you probably don't. Do you want anything from Taco Bell? I was like, no. <laughs> no, I don't. Thank you, though. I'm eating my, my fucking grilled stuffed burrito. I'm going, man, that was some stinky puke. <laughs> <laughs> You guys ready to go talk Nazis? No one sat next to us. <laughs> I don't know it's probably because you mentioned Nazis. Nothing yeah, to do with the yeah, puke. I mean, true. it is Taco Bell. That's pretty normal there. Mm. So we already told him. Though a visit to Taco Bell with Brent generally ends that way. I'm just going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, jail time. One or the other. <laughs> Consider yourself zing. Zing of the day. We might as well tell him what we're drinking. You say it's a lexicon of libations. We call it a bulletin of booze. Either way, we're all getting pissed. Yeah! Here's this week's spirit selections. Fucking old school, John. Pulling it back. Going back to our roots, if you will. I am 
incredibly excited to tell everyone what we're drinking. John brought us a little bit of a gift. I guess he went to Costco and in Costco fashion, he bought the Costco brand, a Kirkland brand vodka bottle, which is about, I don't know, 50, 55 gallons. The size of a small ICBM. (laughs) That's about, I think that's. I just wish that was in the back of the truck because I could have puked into that. (laughs) (laughs) Literally weighs like 15 fucking pounds, this gigantic box. It's like three foot fucking tall. Like it, it it looks like when you go to the fucking, the, uh, the local corner store here and they got behind them the, what by corner store, I mean like Ram Liquors by us. The stupid like shape. This bottle's shaped like a fucking. M16 and all that stupid shit behind them. But it's always just a bottle. No, but the crate, those, those crazy bottles are always tequila. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and in true Costco fashion, more vodka than you could ever hope to drink. $13. <laughs> now, John and I are enjoying that. Kevin, he's got some Sprite and some crackers. I got some Sprite and crackers. And I tell you what, I'm just, you know, I'm high on life. <laughs> It'll be just fine. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and point out, and this is not a slight at you, Brent, for once, uh, that your sound effect for uh, a Kevin uh, puking is like the it. exact same as your sound effect for Alex Jones talking. <laughs> well, actually, I know that it looked like I was getting sick. That was just my really dead-on Alex Jones impression. <laughs> and I hope you guys enjoyed you, it. You had actually just taken an Alex Jones vitamin supplement? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, not only did I pop a 14-inch boner, because apparently it made my penis grow, I also spewed out naked did it turn you gay uh well i'm not a frog john i don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin frogs gay (laughs) 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 right it does sound quite like it (laughs) dead on see about what are you uh what are you working over there since you pricks made me clean up his puke i mixed it with some of that machine gun bottled tequila (laughs) i don't i don't think why did you buy it I don't think I did. Like, I think he stole it. <laughs> and he's mixing it with Kevin's puke. So I don't know which is worse. Mm. Well, this is really helping me feel better. That makes a, <laughs> Doesn't that make a pickle juice chaser just sound a lot better? <laughs> <laughs> Will you girls quit yammering and get on with the show? I want to talk Nazis and how to kill them, which is similar to tonight's topic, Nazis and the occult. But please spend less time on symbolism and more time on dead Nazis. Thanks. Good idea, Seabot. We uh, love dead Nazis. <laughs> Here's how it's going to go down. First time I've agreed with Seabot. Sorry. Uh-huh. Sorry to interrupt. By the way, have you guys seen Dead Snow or Dead Snow no, 2? Fuck yeah. I, no. I, I just watched Dead Snow 2. One was better. Two's campy in a good way. I thought I thought two was better. Two's campy in a really good way. Like It was funnier. I just liked how like one came out of nowhere and was a fantastic movie. I didn't like how they shoehorned the Americans to make it more, um, you know. Wait, Felicity was in it? <laughs> you know, the zombie nation, you know, or yeah, the oh, zombie yeah. squad. The zo- I mean. Although, zombie squad, some really good and weird kooky folks. Uh, zombie squad, who we've reached out to on multiple occasions and ignore us every time when we've tried to uh, have them on the show or talk to them or even get a fucking uh, soundbite from Because them. they are a legitimate organization, and, and this ham and egg operation can't <laughs> handle it. Ham and eggs. <laughs> ham and organ. I mean, I guess we really are kind of a ham and egg operation, <laughs> but, but, Brent, back to how it's going down. Yeah, so we're going to talk Nazi party and how it ties to occultism, where the tie started and how they tried to use it in practice. And we'll need a couple drinks out of that, so we'll take a quick break and... 
Kevin might need to change his clothes again. We'll see how everything goes. Or at least his diaper. And then we'll dive into how far they actually took it, how it affected their worldview, and examine what they actually accomplished as it relates to the occult and how much of it was just propaganda. But first, as always, GoFo. Hit us with a little gofopedia on Nazis in the occult. This is going to be a long episode because we are going to play the Indiana Jones movies in their entirety. Just the audio. All of them just for you. It sums it up really nicely. Uh, um, now, wait, wait, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing from the control room. Uh, I'm being told that it that that is not true. That, that we, in fact, are not doing that. Okay. Thank you, Producer Lisa. Okay. Well, we should have. Uh, Nazism and occultism describes a range of theories, speculation, and research into the origins of Nazism and its possible relation to various occult traditions. They include magic, Satanism, ritualistic practices, and even contact with extraterrestrials, just to name a few. Such ideas have been a part of popular culture since at least the early 1940s and, and gained renewed popularity starting in the 1960s. There are documentaries and books on the topic, among the most significant of which are The Morning of the Magicians, The Spear of Destiny, and Nazis and the Occult. Nazis and Occultism... That's a good title. <laughs> well, at least you know what they're getting at. That's right. Nazis and Occultism has also been featured in numerous films, novels, comic books, and other fictional media, mm-hmm. question mark, including video games. Perhaps the most prominent example is the film Raiders of the Lost Ark, which Brent says we can't play here, so screw him. Thanks a lot, Spielberg. I got another cease and desist letter from him. That was just for being outside of his house. So I thought that this probably wouldn't. Oh, you weren't hiding in the bushes? No, no. I cannot wait for Ready Player One to come out. Um, Love the book. I love the book, but one of my favorite books I've ever read. Can I tell you, I I didn't read it. I listened to it on audio tape and Will Wheaton was the reader. I am not a Will Wheaton fan. I think it's his voice. She fell asleep. Lisa fell asleep listening to it. We listened to it on a car ride. It's because it's Wesley Crusher reading it. Not good enough, damn it. Not good enough. <laughs> Thanks, Seabot. That's that's my some belief about Will Wheaton in total. I don't think Will Wheaton is a hack. I think he really is nerdy and he likes the things he does. I just I can't get into him being a host of things and, and they they're oh, kind of I, I don't even care about that. I, I I'm just mad about him on Star Trek the Next Generation. That's that's my only problem. He's bad. Yeah. So let's get into the history and the mystery of Nazis in the occult. What do you guys think of when you hear the word occult? I mean, it brings up all sorts of fucking images. Imagery. Yeah. Dictionary.com describes occult as of or relating to magic, astrology, or any system claiming use or knowledge of secret or supernatural powers or agencies. Which I think it's important to point out doesn't necessarily mean Satanism. Here's the second. Beyond the range of ordinary knowledge or understanding, mysterious. Well, it wasn't that long ago that that was science. You know, well, and, so that's a broad terminology. In, in my in my in my upbringing, which I've come to learn was more, more evangelical oh, than okay. I realized. Hmm. Um, Agree to disagree. Well, they always say you know it's non denominational. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it, it was that's the focus tested way to say it. Right. Um, now onto the firmament. <laughs> the the occultism, like if you said that word, that that was synonymous with the devil. I mean, that was that was or Led Zeppelin in 1974. Well, I was, we grew up in that 80s, 90s satanic panic when right. everything was satanic, um, which we keep referencing. We're going to have to do an episode one so, of these days. My uncle was road commissioner for Cartwright Township. It's a it's a small township outside of Springfield. And him, they they 
constructed all the roads and bridges and everything out there. And I remember when I was a kid, they would go out and be like, oh man, someone butchered a cow or a pig or like people were like having satanic sacrifices out in the middle of the fucking woods and they'd have to go and fucking clean it up and shit like that. But my favorite was sometimes they'd find duffel bags full of nudie mags and my dad would bring them home to get rid of them. <laughs> well, that's just a public service right there. <laughs> but you know, I'm just saying like, I think it was such a satanic panic and you look at this occultism and people start going, maybe I want to look into that. Like that sounds like I'm different. Maybe I can be different in that way. The, the quickest way to make something uh, have traction is talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I suppose the point being, as it relates to this topic, is when we talk about the occult, we're not necessarily saying uh, this was Adolf Hitler and his regime aligning themselves with the devil. Though one could argue they already were the devil, but you understand my point. It's occultism, not Satanism. Now, I think if anyone here can really speak on it, it would be Kevin because he brought in a book that's roughly seven and a half feet thick that he's been reading in preparation. What's that book? The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich, A History <laughs> yeah. of Nazi Germany. Yeah, it's a classic in the genre. It came out in 1960, won the National Book Award. William L. Shire wrote it. This is actually our uh, mutual friend Nick's copy of this. Uh, and uh, I actually, on the way here, when I was on the train before I started feeling poorly, I <clears throat> uh, went into the um, index. Trans-like state that you need to be in to yes. be able to read that? <laughs> well, m maybe maybe that's why you started to feel poorly. Yeah. It's about 3,000 pages long, and you were trying to read it on the train. Keep in mind, the book is no taller than a medium-sized cup from a restaurant. So, it's so, so thick. The it type looks, is a little small. It's, it's so real small. thick, it looks fake. In fact, I picked it up because you're not done with it. I've heard that before. And I was going to make fun of you because you're not even a quarter of the way through the book, and Wait, you're did almost you, did 500 see, pages in. Did you see what I did there? No, I, ca I, I caught it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate that, Kevin. I, I don't pay attention to you, as we, we all know probably a smart practice it's easy to make these as you were kind of saying these things stick to nazis in a way to try to understand them like you said oh i think they already had the devil well that's an easy way to justify what they did why would they fucking try to exterminate an entire race uh satan don't be so overly dramatic about it, it Chuck. well if your definition better. if your definition of satan is evil personified then i'd probably be look, with you look back at our exorcism like a lot of people say like they don't <laughs> wait wanna... wait wait <laughs> look back <laughs> on our exorcism <laughs> let's, let's be clear about that I, I i forgot i turned off the mic before we gave john his exorcism now in our episode we were talking about it, it's a lot easier to look at someone and say oh they're possessed the devil's in them than to say oh they have mental illness and they need help that's exactly right. Like, you look at someone, you go, fuck, they're fucking evil. <laughs> and it just, you know, you, you, it's easier. So you try to figure out why they did what they did. You, you're looking at the Nazis. How did Hitler get so many to blindly follow his radical? Oh, how I've missed you, Holmes. You can't mention Nazis in the cult without the Thule Society. Like, that's the big one. Like, I think when everyone thinks of Nazis, Scott! that was it. And it was a German occultist group founded in Munich right after World War One, named after a, myth a mythical northern country in Greek legend. Right after World War One, the Germans were... We're feeling really bad about themselves. How did this happen? <laughs> yeah. How did we lose? I thought we were the future of all mankind. We owe how much money? <laughs> <laughs> we can't have fucking, like, what did they tell them? They couldn't have an air force. They couldn't have military. And, and so we ah, can't, don't worry about that. Shit. We can't have lost just because we were wrong. There has to, and, and 
And and furthermore, we need to figure out reasons why we were right, and we can build on that. So you start looking for an answer. And they didn't exactly do. Uh, they didn't exactly go on Doctor Phil and start doing some internal self searching. They uh, <laughs> <laughs> they came up with some. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's look in history and find some things we can attach ourselves to, and go from there. They looked at the devil and said, "Cash me outside. How about that?" So. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> They turn to the Thule Society, and the society is notable chiefly as the organization. I'm, so, I'm sorry if your stomach's upset over there, <laughs> Kevin. That, that was awful. The, they turn to the Thule Society, and the society is notably chiefly as the organization that sponsored the German Workers Party, which was later reorganized by Adolf Hitler himself into the National Socialist National Socialist German Workers Party or the Nazi Party. So, yay! That's where we get the name from, Nazis. But the the, the Thule Society. It comes from, I mean, they're they're hearkening back to Greek mythology and shit like that. According to Hitler's biographer Ian Kershaw, the organization's membership list list read like a who's who of early Nazi sympathizers and leading figures in Munich. Everyone, you, you always talk about in the beginning. Hitler was going to these beer halls and shit and talking, and the people that were getting together in these beer halls were these Thule societies, and they were having meetings, and he'd go in, and the motherfucker could talk. It's too bad he didn't have hecklers. <laughs> Why are they listening to him? Uh-huh. He, he's a painter. He was in Austria. Uh-huh. I'm hard to paint. <laughs> he ordered the Wiener Schnitzel, never ate it. Ah, little Nancy boy. How are your ne- how are your watercolors now, Adolf? <laughs> they are crying like my tears. <laughs> so, primary focus of the Thule Society was to claim cons- was a claim concerning the origins of the Aryan race, which we've talked about a lot. These Aryan, uh, not Aryans, as in what they're talking about, but we've talked about the Aryans as a offshoot, an, an alien race. Oh, the, the Nordics. Well, or or Aryans, as some of them call them. Some people think those are very distinctly separate alien races. Well, those people are idiots. <laughs> so in 1917, people who wanted to join the Germanic order, out of which the Thule Society was developed in 1918, had to sign a special blood declaration of faith concerning their lineage. So uh, I, I did a little research into this. Not only did they have to sign this thing, they had to prove that back to the 16th century, there was no um, inferior blood in their lineage. So I'm going to read you a direct quote. The signer hereby swears to the best of his knowledge, his knowledge. Why would you belief, let a Why would you let a woman sign a document? And I'm, I'm reading this directly. Belief that no Jewish or colored blood flows in either his or his wife's veins, and that among their ancestors are no members of the colored races. So, how did Hitler get out of signing this? Because wasn't uh, it was either on his mother's side, Jewish. Or, yeah, Jewish. So it turns out that if you're the leader of this, they just kind of turn a blind eye to you. Oh, I mean, a lot of times, like you look back, you're like, I want to be better than everyone else, you know, like, but be better than me. I'll teach you how. Uh, it turns out that being a hypocrite's okay if you're the one making the rules. That's well worded of what I was trying to say. Exactly. <laughs> the Thule Society identified Ultima Thule as a lost. I played Ultima when I was younger. A lost ancient landmass in the extreme north near Greenland or Iceland. And Nazi mystics, hell of a resume builder. 
said it was the capital of ancient, yeah, of ancient Hyperborea. These ideas were derived from earlier speculation by Ignatius L. Donnelly that a lost landmass had once existed in the Atlantic and that it was the home of the Aryan race, a theory which he supported by references, references to the distribution of the swastika motifs. He identified with Plato's Atlantis. He saw this and said, yep. That's what it fucking is. They were Aryans there. Theory that was further developed by Helena Blavatsky, an occultist during the second part of the 19th century. All right, a couple things there. First, we're not a quarter of the way through this episode, and Hitler and the Nazis have already bastardized 17 different versions of history and kind of created an amalgam of their own crap. Uh, it's so It's so self-serving and so not rooted in I know I understand it's not rooted in history but it's not even rooted in 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 one specific uh uh fake history or or well, or, or mythology yeah, right exactly. they just took what they needed put it all together and this Helena Blavatsky we don't have time and this could be a four part episode mm. we don't have time to go into it but Helena Blavatsky was was well before um was well before Adolf Hitler. I think she started in late eight, late eighteen hundreds, and she mm-hmm. basically just rewrote history to serve her own purposes. She was the the she was kind of the uh, the the base platform for all of this crap. Hey, uh, here in Germany, we're better than everyone else, and I'm going to rewrite history to prove it. And all these things happen through through our ancestors, and we were all of pure blood, and like. Everything you read of hers is just complete and utter bullshit, but rewritten to make sure that it served them. But she's German, so we're going to hold on. It's like like you said. It's not just Thule. It's like like modern day conspiracy websites. Uh, You know how it's true? I have sources cited. Right. right. <laughs> then you go click on those sources. You literally, have you ever done that? Have you ever clicked on the sources on a conspiracy and website? And it goes back to something else that's their own. Like it's another site that doesn't mount anything. Right. I, <laughs> Gofopedia. <laughs> like we could have our own sources and there's other sort sites. Go that to Gofopedia.com right now. Do it. G-O-F-O-P-E-D-I-A.com. Well, you'll, you'll see like where it goes. But like said, it's not just Thule. Nazism intentionally associated itself with occult symbols and mythology from the very beginning. The swastika is an ancient sun symbol used in indi- indigenous cultures on all continents. It was part of the first symbol. They're, they're the party's so, first symbol. Go overseas, and you're going to see swastikas yes. everywhere. I but, spent I spent some time in India, and there there are swastikas on on so many things. Aren't the arms reversed though? They, no, they are they reversed, just, for or the, they turned it. They, they turned it the the little it, degrees. Uh, yes, the Nazis turned it uh, mm-hmm. from. The I guess what, what would you call it the tra- traditional swastika? It's straight up like this, and the Nazis is like I'm I'm doing hand symbols to them. But so there's this. There you go. So the uh, the thing is, and I don't know if you've seen this lately. They've been taking the swastika and giving it the the uh, the rainbow. Yeah, and say, I've taking seen that. it back. No, let it go. Let it you, go. You Wait a minute. Can you explain that to me? What do you mean? Literally, there's all these T-shirts that have swastikas, and they say "One Love." And shit like that, and it's all in rainbow. And the whole thought process is we're going to take the swastika back, but it's the turned Nazi style swastika, but it's colored in the like the the straight no, rainbow. And why I, do we I need to take it back? You don't. You don't. You don't. It, that's, that's like that'd be like I'm, it, us white people dropping the n bomb, saying we're going to take it back for 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 all of you slighted African American folks. No, no, we shouldn't do that. We we should just leave it alone and make it go away. Well, and then. You, then you got the jagged S's of the SS, which were held up to be the most perfect example of Aryan manhood. And if you don't believe me, you can buy it right now on 
alexjones.com. Um, <laughs> and they're intentionally stolen from lightning bolt sun ruins etched into Viking swords. Like they were like, fucking Vikings are manly. We're, we're derived from fucking Vikings. Uh, the SS. That's where they got these lightning yep. bolt S's. Okay. It ruined it. What a fun fucking S. Like, and you just can't use it. You know you what? Know? Gene Simmons didn't let him ruin That's his good true. Time. <laughs> that is true. So the entire spectacle of Nazi rallies were designed to evoke a sense of religious awe centered on Hitler as like a divine figure. Like, look at this Messiah. And the statements regarding Jews designed to invoke the thoughts of an internal struggle between forces of good and evil. Hitler and the Nazis are good, and the Jews were these evil and less than them. And it was ultimately the divine will of the Aryan people that would usher in the thousand-year Reich. And here's a quote from Aleister Crowley. Do what thou will shall be the whole of the law. And that harkens back to Telema, his his whole views and his whole uh, religion, if you want. And that is something that Hitler himself embodied. You know, I think they forgot to carry the one because it was a 12-year Reich. <laughs> That's probably true. Nazism is associated with the occult because Nazism constantly and compulsively marketed itself as a new true religion. Like I said, Hitler is the Messiah. And they did, but they didn't, they didn't go from zero to 60. They didn't start off as, Hey, we have a new religion here. They started adopting and borrowing from the Catholic Church, making it more and more and then kind of replacing other rights and other things, and then eventually replacing God. So it begs the question, was the occult stigma real, or was it just a tool that they used to rein in the masses? And we're going to get to that after the break, but w- before we do, like, what do you guys feel? Like, when you look at it, do you do you think that's real occultism, um, just off the bat? Like, or was it just, did they just use it to pull the wool over the eyes, so to speak? Oh, I, I, I don't think they were necessarily all that overt about the occult part of it mm-hmm. to the to the masses i think they really believed it internally like when they were having their their you know their cabinet meetings right <laughs> yeah they talked about it of course I, but but in hitler's big speeches he wasn't talking about no all of that type of stuff when we come back we're gonna find out if it was real and if they really did buy into it just how far did that obsession go with Hitler and his cabinet members? And did they do magic? W- with a C or with a K on the end, John? Yes. <laughs> when we come back on more Hysteria 51. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I that, I, I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's, it, they design it for long-term retention, you know, it, and yeah. uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and, there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it 
with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know. And we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. You look tired. I take it the caffeine, toothpaste, and adrenaline face serum aren't working? Well, maybe you should ask Santa for a Nectar mattress this year. And if the big guy brings you another unicorn finger puppet, don't worry, because mattresses start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in, as well as a 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com today. Welcome back, Hysteria Nation, to Nazi Zombies. <laughs> Thank you, Seabot. Love that. 
Is this your favorite episode so far just because it's about Nazis, <sighs> someone you can like identify with, John? No. It's my favorite episode because I love killing Nazi zombies on Call of Duty. Mm. Have I been clear about that yet? You know, I can't. I've played it a lot and I can play by myself, but I told you earlier, if I watch you play, not unlike Kevin, I'm going to puke all over the place. It gives me fucking motion sickness to watch someone else <sighs> play, but, I, but I, I can play all day long myself. Well, if you're going to play, uh, my, my advice to you is to either get Call of Duty Black Ops 1. And play the play. Uh, the stage is Kino Der Toten. Yep. Uh, it's it it's a stage essentially. Uh, or get Call of Duty Black Ops Three. They have a new DLC that has all of the zombie stages that you can just download. It's like thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Thirty uh, fucking dollars. It's worth. Now it. does that money go to Nazis? And they're or? remastered. No, it goes to killing Nazis. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, the the National Killing Nazi Fund. Uh, the NK, let me try to do the math here. <laughs> NKNF. Thank you. Yeah. The NKNF, it, it goes all to that. So if you know a Nazi and they need to be killed, let us know. It's like the, the cars for kids, but it's cash for Nazis. <laughs> C-A-S-H cash for Nazis. C-A-A-S cash for Nazis. I don't know if that's a nationwide thing, but in Chicago, Cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. <laughs> Donate your car today. <laughs> Every fucking other commercial on the radio. So anyway, kids, if it wasn't just for show, this whole talk we've had about all this occult symbols and things, how far did this obsession go? So we got this guy named Eric or Kurtlander. how far did it really go? How much power did they have? Eric Kurtlander spent eight years researching this topic, and he found that when it came to power, Hitler had a dowser scour the Reich Chancellery for cancerous death rays, dowsing rods. We've we've talked about them, I think, before, and uh, they use dowsing rods for everything from what finding exactly death is, rays to what, it's. They're literally rods. You put no, in, no, I know what a dowsing oh. rod is. What kind of death rays were they looking for? That's, that's the part I don't understand. The cancerous kind. I already said it, John. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And so before flying to Scotland, Rudolf Hess had his horoscope drawn up by a personal <laughs> astrologer. And we can't talk about batshit crazy Nazis in the occult without this fuckstick, Heinrich fucking Himmler. Man, he is oh. a fuckstick. <laughs> a chicken farmer who saw the Nazi party and thought, there's an excuse to be a blight upon all humankind. Himmler was actually into magic in the cult more than fucking Hitler. Yeah, so Himmler, you know, he joined the ranks and, you know, he tipped the cap to Hitler because he, mm. he had to. He actually thought he was a lot smarter uh, and knew a lot more than Hitler. He's, he, he was paying for uh, he was He ground. was quoted as saying, and this is not a quote, but something to the effect of, you know, Hitler might have Hitler might have done it, but I'm the one who kind of made it happen. Yeah. Himmler backed research on the Holy Grail and medieval devil worship. And he actually traveled to Barcelona looking for it, and he thought it would give him superpowers. He, no, he's he not l- the only person looking for the Holy Grail. He literally traveled to Barcelona with a team to find the Holy Grail because it was going to give him superpowers. Did we define what superpowers means? Like, could he shoot fireballs? Out of his penis. Out? Uh, I, I, <laughs> the better question is, did this chicken farmer actually even understand what superpowers were? Oh, it would give me superpowers. Okay. <laughs> that will be better than the chicken shit I've been playing with. Yes. <laughs> so, 
in an effort to prove that the mythological Aryan race once ruled the world, this cocksucker, he took control of the Anunnaki, a Nazi institution tasked with researching the archaeological and scientific history of German racial superiority. They also studied runes and artifacts to unlock their ancient magical powers. So a couple things about the Anunnaki. Uh, one, the, the, imagine... Um Imagine when you were in college, if there was like a... Imagine, uh, if you will. If there was like a, a, a folklore or a mythology department. Now, give that folklore or mythology department about a billion dollars to do their research and say, hey, come up with a bunch of facts. There's one catch. The end result has to be that we are the dominant race and that we will we will win all time in all this? existence. What is this, Jeopardy? What is... Like- like, like, yeah. yeah, here's the answer. What's the question? Yeah, what's right. the question? Yeah. The Anurabi, that was the overarching uh, research, but th- there was also wings of it, and they had a medical wing that started breeding programs. Th- this, mm. this, this is, uh, this is really fucking creepy. They wanted to restore the tele- telekinetic powers of the Aryan race, so they literally had like, um, they they took. They took German women that they believed to be of clean blood, she's, quote unquote. She's sturdy. Let's let's impregnate she's her. Really was her. <laughs> Put them off somewhere and and had them just breeding babies because eventually one of them was going to come out with tele- telekinetic powers. That's not even that fucking crazy compared to others. They supposedly kept corpses of Teutonic warlords to eventually resurrect them. Old school fucking warlords that they're like, this dude, he knew what he was doing. They wanted to resurrect them to actually fight a war? Or fight they in the they war? knew what they were doing. Let's make him a fucking general, literally. It, what I want to know about that is what would Hitler have done had they been resurrected? I am in power of you. And like yeah. this warlord is like, fuck you. What, who are you? Even better, had that Teutonic warlord also been an absolute asshole, racist, horrible person. Oh, Mr. Hitler, it looks like you have Jewish blood. Like, like what now, would- I can't speak on this from me doing it, but I know when Lisa in the past, producer Lisa has risen the dead, she has total power over them. Oh, Uncorrupt- so they turn into yeah. like no, li- they, living they can, zombies. I, they still have, you know, their wherewithal, they just have to answer to her. So, I mean, I don't know if that's the same kind of power that, that she was using. Is that um, where I got these clothes? Yes. I see. And, but you can't remember. No, yours were covered in used naked juice. That's correct, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I do want to say, wherever these clothes came from, this would be the first time in my life I have ever wore anything that had XXL on it or uh, gridiron grates. You had to choose between tiny my wife or fat me clothes. You're lucky you found something that goes on you. So And you're uh, welcome. beautiful SIU pants. And That's next true. time he asks, don't let Brent go on you. <laughs> Why do you think I puked? So, <laughs> Hitler also sent an SS expedition by the explorer Dr. Ernst Schaffer, or Schaefer to Tibet in 1938 to investigate the ancient Indian, Indo-German Aryan origins of Buddhism. Now, we talked about Buddhism, and they're using the, not, the swastika. So they're thinking, well, these guys were enlightened. They have to be Aryans. And so we can just go in there and sweep in and be like, oh, we and came from just you. another example of making things fit where you want them to. Like, oh yeah, they're not a they're not a dirty breed. Right. Because we can track right. some roots back to them. But really what they wanted, what they wanted the mysticism that went along with Buddhism and they wanted the answers they thought that could be found there. And not to be confused with Quentin Tarantino's Nazi werewolf women of the SS, 
Himmler also founded the SS <laughs> Witches Division. Oh, what the now? SS Hexen? The SS Hexen Sonderkommando. SS Hexen Sonderkommando. Was Brigitte Nielsen in that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, her great grandmother. Oh, I see. In which collected evidence in Eastern Europe in the Second World War that Teutonic wise women had been persecuted and burnt in a Jewish Catholic Inquisition plot against this Volskic German culture and blood. So Himmler purportedly discovered he had a witch ancestor, Margaret Himmler, who was burned alive at the stake in 1629. And the witch's division was also said to be building witch weapons to use against the Pope and the Catholic Church. So he, in other words, he went back in history and found someone who was burned at the stake and said, yep, I'm bet that I'll bet that was my great, great aunt. And we were slighted. So let's get really angry with someone. And we keep using this word Teutonic. It just means uh, German branch of the Indo-European language. And anyone who was German speaking back in the day, it's Teutonic. Like they look at like anyone before, before Germany. Germany is actually a fairly recent country. Yeah. So they're, they're looping that into anyone that they, anyone that they want to call their ancestors. Like you said, the, the means serves the end. Yeah. So, but as you were saying, uh, Himmler, Himmler discovered that, that he thought he had that witch ancestor, Himmler, uh, burned at the stake in the 1600s. So obviously it must be, you know, his great, great aunt or whatever it is to finish the point, working on the whole witchcraft side of things, they were trying to take away from the Catholic church. It, they literally like they, they didn't say this publicly, but it was how can we come up with essentially spiritual weapons to fight whatever the That's, Pope yeah, and that- the Catholic church are. Beyond the propaganda of interest to Himmler was a seemingly supernatural gathering of ravens at witch execution sites. So he actually was finding the sites and thought ravens gathered there. That means that they have supernatural power. We and they, need to literally, tap into they it. literally went and collected the ravens. Can you imagine a bunch of Nazis running around? Come here! You will come here now! No, you will come here now! I need you! You will come here now! <laughs> you think a chicken farmer <laughs> would be better? Could fucking do better at getting <laughs> chasing, at corralling. Something. Yes, yeah. You're all idiots. And so, in, in this is interesting. In 2016, there's a Czech discovery of a hitting Nazi witches library. So, thirteen thousand books. Yeah. So it, it suggests a deeper interest into this sorcery, way deeper than what uh, history books have, have have came into. Well, and that, and that's the whole thing. Uh, what we talk about when we talk about Nazis and what they purported outwardly, they didn't talk about the occult all that much. This is stuff they believed inwardly because they truly believed it was going to give them more power. Mm-hmm. They truly believed that it would, that it would help them win the war. They, it, it's not like when Hitler was making his huge, his huge, huge bomb, Bastic statements to thousands upon thousands of German people that he talked about how they were going to utilize the 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 power of the thools or anything. But he like used that. symbolism, and he he alluded to it without outwardly saying it. And I think that's why a lot of people looked at it and go, "Oh well, he was just using symbolism." But then you dig in deeper. No, they were really fucking digging and you, into and this. And you're right; shit. he did allude to it, and that's why he burned all the books that could could possibly counteract what he was saying. Right. 
So then we got, in 1939, another cat that you've probably heard of, Joseph Goebbels. So he sat up at night reading the prophecies of Nostradamus, which he revealed to an enthusiastic Fuhrer as evidence that the British were soon to be defeated. Do you think, do you think when, when Hitler heard that, he just yes this is very good this is very good and another one this i fucking love this this is a great example the british had asdic or radar that they used to find german u-boats the germans had convinced themselves that the british were finding their boats by pendulum dowsing so the german navy had the pendulum dowsing institute of berlin created and over a large map of the atlantic a one-inch model battleship was moved around, and an expert pendulum dowser swung a metal diviner rod on a string above the map and watched in to see if it fucking reacted. And if the pendulum reacted over the toy ship, there's a British fucking boat there. Go sink that bastard. Whenever whenever I, I read this the first time, all I could think of, if you've ever been on YouTube and seen the Hitler reaction videos, it's the <laughs> same... That same video. It's the same he's like video. Shaking his hand. And yeah, yeah, his yeah. Hand. Same video of Hitler. Just, just, just can't believe. I, 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 I I'm not movie, tired of it yet. I forget what movie it's from, but it's it's basically him reacting to the fact that the war is over. Like you're losing, and he starts screaming. But then they they always throw in subtitles that that react to whatever the, the funny like, joke is. Friends I, was canceled. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And all I can imagine is, is that actor shaking, shaking his hand and his glasses, and looking at all these, all these, all these British boats. <laughs> but this literally—they had a dowsing institute. Like you cannot look at that, and so they weren't deeply embedded in the occult. So Brent. They supposedly accomplished, I, uh, that's a strong word, but they supposedly <sighs> did a lot of different things when it came to the occult. Why don't we run through some of those? The things uh, they, they did or were definitely, we know, working on. They were trying yeah. to do. Hmm. First, the Spear of Destiny. So first, let's talk about what the Spear of Destiny it's is. It's the spear that... that, that pierced they, Jesus, they pierced Jesus aside. Right. So uh, if you're familiar with the story of Christ... Uh, when he was on the cross, uh, a, a soldier, a Roman soldier, stuck a spear into his side. That spear has has traveled throughout history. It it, it pops up in various culture and various stories, and it, almost like the Ark of the Covenant. Almost it, 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 the the Holy well, Grail is like something that has been sought after. It's not just the spear after. of destiny. It's also like just like the true cross, the cross that that Jesus was crucified on. The shards of the the cross in fact if you're a marvel comic book fan and you look into dr doom he actually found pieces of the the true cross and he has them in his armor just in case he has to fight dracula <laughs> is that Wait, true yes no for real for real it's a lot more true than what hitler had going on. well that's true mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so the spirit the point is that supposedly hitler had found the spear of destiny and was going to use it to take over the world. Well, and they Just thought that the, by the side of the road. They or? thought the spear. Well, I mean, so the spear of destiny and <laughs> yes, the Ark of the Covenant the and all these things. There are there is a chain of information you can look into. These things are somewhere, and I, I imagine the Catholic Church probably knows. Just like the Ark of the Covenant, they think might be in like the basement of this one. I was just watching a TV show on it, on the basement of this one monastery in the middle of nowhere, and all the people that go there are like blind. All the monks are blind and shit like that because they put their eyes out before they or they have they they just send 
monks there that are blind. Weird shit like that. Don't we know that the, all that stuff's in crates in that big warehouse? Area 51. That's from the, no, from the end of Indiana Jones. That was Area 51. Right, as they say in King of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. That is not canon. I'm sorry. <laughs> it oh. sure as fuck is. Oh, it's canon. No, buddy. it's canon. And it's shit. When you, but w- as will the next one will also be canon. So, so I'm just imagining Hitler uh, pulling out the spear of destiny. <laughs> <laughs> I will take all these Americans myself. <laughs> so then we got Nazi zombies. Well, uh, so, we've, we've kind of we've touched on those a lot. This episode. We, we have, we have. Uh, although that's probably a misnomer. The, the really sad part is what they would do is kill a bunch of their enemies and then take those bodies and try to resurrect them so they could so they could uh basically prove out that they could bring people back to life and eventually they wanted to do that to their own soldiers so i i actually read where one of the things they did in project paperclip and this goes in with the resurrection they were losing a lot of of downed pilots not because they died during the crash they would go into water and they would die over time to hypothermia they would take and this is horrible. They would take Jewish prisoners that they had, freeze them to death, and then try to bring them back. And there was actually some maybe paperwork that said they had worked to like, we're bringing back people long past what we thought was medically possible. And that was all lost, you know, in the war. But how they do it though, they killed Jewish people. That is just fucking disgusting. But they did whatever they took to try to not lose as many pilots so that they could resurrect their pilot, slap his ass in a plane, and have him go fly again. Just to freeze to death again. If he was shot down. Yeah. Guess you learn, hey, don't don't get shot down again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Hellhounds, John. Hellhounds. Well, they they very similar to what we just spoke about. They thought that if they, they killed dogs and then they, depending on what you read, either read various satanic or occult rites over them, or if you read other things, they they implanted various pieces of technology into them. They created hellhounds, now, the- basically unkillable forces of evil that were formerly large dogs. Now, the opposite of that, I found, if you read the Twilight series to a dog, they will kill themselves. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no kidding. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's interesting to me. Mind control, which, I mean, you got to look at anything that Hitler was doing kind of comes off as mind control. The dude could tell. Now, was this the type, what type of mind control was this? Was this more of a broad mind control or they were trying to target no, target people? Targeted mind control. No, the, yeah, what they yeah. wanted, they wanted the the full on kind, not the, the, the general, uh, oh, you don't feel like, you don't feel like leaving the house mind yeah. control. They wanted, you will go kill for us now. They wanted straight out a naked gun. I must kill the queen. Man, yeah, I yeah. Reggie must Jackson, kill man. the queen. Then, <laughs> and this one we've covered in our very first fucking episode we ever did. This is our 49th episode all the way back in episode one. Did they go into the South Pole and fly into the hollow earth and meet those Aryans? Those tall white people from another fucking galaxy or wherever the hell they're from. And make up, you know, handshake and a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and we got your back. Say anymore. You say anymore. Or, or if you go with the 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 history of the Thules, uh, they were they were all started by an alien race that said, "Hey, 
you in this general vicinity being what became Germans, you're the chosen people. Yeah. Everyone else sucks. Once they migrated from Atlantis, John. Uh, of course. I forgot that. <laughs> I forgot that. Sorry. You're the chosen people. Do with as you will everyone else. And what do you need to be able to do with everyone else as you will? Super soldiers. Super. So this is something they were – there's definitive evidence they were working on, uh, whether, it, whether it be through um, – all of the things we've talked about, well, mind control, technology, mm-hmm. uh, implanting mechanics into people. I was just watching a documentary recently. It's called Captain America, the first Avenger. And it was actually a German scientist. Yeah, yeah. German scientist uh, made the super soldier serum that uh, they used on him. So, And somebody named Bucky was there. Uh, uh, let's go. <laughs> Bless you. We joke, but that that was a goal of of Hitler and the third Reich that they wanted to create super soldiers. And, and they, it wasn't just the 6 million Jews they killed and the millions of Russians, uh, that they were, they were doing it on their own people as well. They were, they were trying to create super soldiers by, by, by dissection. They, yep. they cut up pieces anyway, they of brains. Horrible. They did. They, I mean, this is just like the 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 epitome of evil. They they had this Nazi worldview that they they were trying to to usher in, and and essential to the Nazis' mystical beliefs was this world ice theory propounded in this 1912 book, Glacial Cosmology, by Hans Horbiger, and this held that white Aryan man was not dis- descended from apes as rather inferior races, but rather from divine sperma brought to earth by meteors. These developed into godlike supermen of the ancient civilizations of Atlantis and Thule. And it, they employed uh, parapsychology and mystical electricity like Thor's hammer. And then mystical way... electricity. Yep. And then way back in the that day, was the name of my band in high school, <laughs> Atlantis was destroyed by icy moons crashing into earth and the refugee Superman established Buddhism and Hinduism in Tibet and the Himalayas and Shintoism in Japan. Jesus Christ was a white Aryan of Atlantean descent. That's why he's white, even though he was in the Middle East. Boy, yeah, that's not true. I've seen the pictures. And, <laughs> you know, you got, they were they were the descendants of the Knights Templar, the Cathars who held the mysteries of the ancient Thule, the Holy Grail. These white supermen were locked in a struggle for mastery with these ape-like monstrous humanoids the jews the slavs the blacks and the mongrel breeds that are just below them they thought so this whole overtly racist worldview was believed by hitler hess himmler and all the nazi seniors that that whole thing makes me so angry i want to go kill nazis right now like what the fuck is wrong with you of course the most angry you are is because they want to kill all these awesome other people. I don't know if the people are awesome. Some of them are assholes. I mean, you're an asshole. I still get along with you, but they still wanted to kill him. <laughs> but the but the but the idea that that they are better just because they couldn't find they actually here's the worst part. They couldn't find actual historical evidence that they were better. So they made so up they a created myth. it. Yeah, they made up a myth, and they're all you know. They probably got that from Nietzsche. This this idea of the Superman, the Superman, and mm-hmm. we are the Superman. Even though you're like, what are you, five foot six, Hitler? And you, you know, you stoop. 
Thank God they didn't have fucking YouTube back then because we'd have been fucked because that would have spread like wildfire. Because all you got to do is say it on YouTube and people believe it. <laughs> or say it in front of a large group of folks. And, and <laughs> I mean, how? And that's one of the most confounding things about the Third Reich. They, they got. Now, I mean, I understand how a small group of people can convince themselves of horrible things, especially if they're all psychopaths. It's like you said, Jill, we're psychopaths. But they got thousands upon thousands of their own soldiers to go out and and commit these heinous crimes, like. Uh, what kind of what kind of group think did they have going? And, and then they say, "Well, I was just doing what I was told." No, that no, doesn't fuck work. You. Fuck they you. They first right. got people uh, to believe, or they brought them in because Hitler used um, uh, the Jews or uh, other races as quote the other. And for people who had been downtrodden and beaten down, and the and the financials from the catastrophe of World War One, they had they had no place to put their anger. And so Hitler propagandized and made this idea of the other, and these people—that's how they started believing in it, and then it just became something all this totally propaganda. More. That's where the the idea of the 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 hook nose for the Jews and all the money, and they make them look like golems and things like that, was this German propaganda to downplay these people—the blacks, the Slavs, anything that doesn't play into them. They wanted to destroy in any way, and the easiest way to do it is with mind control. And what they don't on realize a, on a is grand the, scale is the people they're saying they hate so much. Half of them are, but guess what? In, up to including Hitler. Hitler is part Jewish, not we, blonde hair, not blue eyes. We know that he he is he is certainly. There are so many different ways to define an Aryan, and in all of those ways, Hitler fails. He but he is, knew that. But he preached to that, though. You know, in in. How good did he do? Well, while we're sitting here, Kevin just looked at his phone and goes, oh, there's a white supremacy rally and someone drove a car through it. People are still buying into the shit that Hitler said a long time ago. I don't think I'm better than people because I'm white. I think I'm better than people because I'm fucking awesome. You know, it doesn't have anything to do with the color of my skin. Now, you guys probably don't feel that way because you're nowhere near as good as me. You guys, and I'm not talking to our listeners. I mean, John and Kevin. That's just a given. Damn it, Brent. (laughs) I'll open another naked juice, man. (laughs) Alternative facts. No, the point is, the fucking fact that it's 2017 and people are still holding on to these fucking stupid ideologies from... Damn near a century ago from someone who fucking lost the war is beyond me. The fact that you can look at someone and say, I'm better than you for any fucking reason other than what's in their heart, you know, what they really feel. I can look at them and say, you know, I feel like I'm better than them because I'm not a fucking idiot. Them being Nazis and white supremacists and shit like that. Is that to say you shouldn't uh, look into the occult matters of anything? No. Have fun. But when you start making an ideology that singles out others and wants to destroy them, that's when you're fucking up. And and and, and along those lines, when it comes to the occult and whatever you believe, it's really a bad idea. If, if you want to believe in this, people always use the example of the spaghetti monster. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's fine. But the moment that you start using said spaghetti monster to kill other people 
yeah, it's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Let's just go ahead and call it that. The, the thing that gets me the most about about their use of the occult, I find it really interesting because they, they thought it was a – I think that their use of the occult was their downfall. They thought it was actually powering them. I think they really thought they, we they are better than they them, are, so we're going to win. They are going to. They are going to. They're going to win because they have these things that they're. They they literally created their own story, their own history, and then bought into it. And that like if 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 Hitler and the rest of the Third Reich had just been pragmatic, had not thought about. Things like like magic and the occult, and we're we're si- we're singularly focused on taking the world over. They 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 were well on their way. They had a little less Hitler and a little more Larry David. Like, oh, it's fine. Oh, I- Everything's okay. You know what? Well, let's all have something to eat, and maybe we'll think about it later. I'm saying they, they, <laughs> they were they were just a few steps away of being successful, and it's scary as fuck. And I'm I'm so glad they were into the occult because that's kind of what caught them up. Well, here's a perfect example of exactly what you said. What come up? The British knew how fucking of a weakness this occult was that they parachuted fake copies of this astrological magazine called Zina into Germany, and they had put in pessimistic horoscopes for Hitler and all of his acolytes. So the people reading this like, oh shit. Well, I mean. The horoscope says we're going to lose. I guess it's so, not going well. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it kind of harkens back to that uh, that story where after World War II, the U.S. reached out to Russia, which was not our friend, and said, is there anything that you need? And they said, uh, we just need a crate of 16-inch long condoms. That's all we need. So the U.S. military had made and sent them a crate full of condoms and said, U.S. military issue condoms size medium. <laughs> it's like you it's more it's mind fuck stories and things like that but you look at it like this and this all comes to light and you look at occultism and like you kind of touched on it you you went in and it's good that they had it because it was part of their downfall but kevin i'll, I'll go to you like when you think of nazis in the cult like where are you where are you at kind of, john kind of summed his up like how do you feel or, or where's your thoughts with it um, I think that they uh, definitely believed it. I think it, it was first um, something that they uh, looked into and believed to justify themselves, their their view of of the of the Aryan race being superior. And then, as actual power and more power and more power came uh, to the Nazi regime and the Third Reich and the World War was going on, uh, they became they they went they're nuts. Uh, they they became drunk with it, and you know there's there's a new book out that came out I think last year about how they're all on fucking amphetamines, man, and like crazy oh, yeah. amounts mm-hmm. of amphetamines. And so if you're on amphetamines for years, you're not sleeping, and you're all fucked up all the time. Pretty soon you're gonna be like, well, I'm from a Atlantis man, and all this stupid bullshit. Right? So uh, in the end, I just think they're they're uh, a bunch of assholes. So you got this Nazi Hermann Rauschning. And a, a quote from it was, every German has one foot in Atlantis where he sees a better fatherland, meaning they, every one of them had their head in the clouds. Like they thought that they were going to be out there and, and we're, we're going to win because we're supposed to. And we have this superior upbringing, just like you said. And guess what? Those crackpot beliefs led a lot of them astray. And then it went to fight to the last man standing. And guess what? The last man standing started to say like, maybe we need to like, 
not be fighting for Hitler. Now it took a long fucking time and a lot of dead Russians and shit to, to traipse through into Berlin. But finally it worked. John, what do you think the most important thing that we can take from this is looking at the cultism and Nazis? Probably the most important thing we can discuss here is which Indiana Jones movie was the best of the trilogy. <laughs> if you say Crystal Skull, we shoot you. We, we, we can't acknowledge Crystal Skull. I, I, is it Raiders? Is it Temple? Is it's, it Last Crusade? It's Raiders. Far and away. Um, you know what? Raiders is good. I, I kind of prefer Temple. Oh, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm outside of both of you. I, I think Last Crusade. I, I love that movie. Um, but but did you know that if you watch them in order that they were supposed to have actually happened, that Temple comes first? Temple is a prequel. It's a mm-hmm. prequel. Yep. So if you think about it, in other words, the trilogy starts with a comedic song and dance number. Anything goes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's what the Third Reich needed, more comedic song and dance numbers. Look out, here comes the master race. Springtime for Hitler and Germany. Rhineland's a fine land once more. Springtime. Watch out, Europe, we're going on tour. <laughs> I think that sums up this episode perfectly. Uh, it does. It does. To, to finish my thoughts on it, I uh, the, the Germans, the Third Reich, the Nazis were, were creating their own paradigm. They... They were so, so hell-bent on being right that they created their own past and they created their own future. And <laughs> that's a really – they were so hell-bent they on were, creating their past that they created their own – that's a really well – normally I think you're dumb as shit. That's pretty good. And they were wrong. They were so wrong. On no, so they, many no they were right. Thank God. Thank God they did that. <laughs> oh, yeah. They created that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, Horrible people, hell-bent on world domination, and I'm so glad they're all dead. And if there's any Nazis listening to this right now, we'd like to come kill you, too. <laughs> I'm not killing anyone. I'm lazy and fat. So I'll just drink some naked juice around them. <laughs> they might just kill themselves. Well, if nothing else, sea battle take care of it. If nothing else, sea battle take care of it. Where's British announcer guy when you need him? <laughs> this is, he uses him as you Oh, he shield. definitely would. So what say you, Hysteria Nation? Let us know what you think about Nazis. Hopefully you agree with us. But either way, let us know. Go to Facebook.com slash Hysteria51pod. You can find our show on there. Search Hysteria Nation. That's our group on Facebook. And while you're on Twitter, give us some Twitter love at Hysteria51pod. How else can they give us some love, John? They could leave us a voicemail. Ooh. 773-669-7277. That's 773-669-7277. We're out. We need more. So leave us some some voicemails. You know what? Leave one for Kevin. Tell him you you uh you feel bad for his tummy tum. That would be great. He's 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 down some He's struggling a little he's down bit. Some, he needs some love. Some Sprite. He's had some we didn't exactly have crackers. He's eating goldfish. I had some goldfish. Um, That's a snack that smiles back until you bite their head off. Until you bite their head. 
and puke them up. <laughs> Thank God they'll be the same color as earlier. That's ha, right. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> can we end this show so I can go kill more Nazis? Nah, well, before you do kill Nazis, John, you want to make sure you have a Hysteria 51 t-shirt on. Go to tpublic.com slash stores. It'll protect you from the Nazis. Hysteria dash 51. Just go to tpublic, T-E-E public. Search Hysteria 51. Buy our swag. It'll make you feel good. It really will protect you from the Nazis. Kevin, thank you very much. Sorry that, you know, we got you on a day you're not feeling too good, but appreciate you coming in. But will you come back next week? I'll think about it. But yeah, I think I can make it back next week. We're going to talk harp. Uh, Kevin, you're driving. Okay, I'll drive. <laughs> next time. Yeah, we're, we're talking about harp. Maybe we can change the weather, make sure it's perfect for you. You don't get too overheated. You don't feel too bad. I'll make some calls. I'll see what I can work on. I appreciate that. So with that said, I've been Brent. I've been John. I'm Kevin. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meat sacks. Thanks for listening to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. We'll be back again next week with more known unknowns. If you'd like us to discuss a particular topic, suggest a guest, or simply seek some truth, we'd love to hear from you. You can email the show at hysteria51podcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter at hysteria51pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.